In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We need to always remember a teaching of St. Athanasius, very critical to our understanding of our faith based on what our Lord Jesus Christ has done for us. St. Athanasius taught that every moment that God was incarnate, every moment of the life of our Lord Jesus Christ, from our Lord's conception to his childhood, to his teenage years, to his adulthood, and all the way through even to his ascension, everything that he did paved a way for people to be saved at every level of their existence, for children to be saved, for teenagers to be saved by his very life, Passing through the human life, he forged a way for salvation for us all. He, he cleared a path, if you will, for our return to the Lord our God and through our Lord Jesus Christ, our return to paradise. For example, one of the things we see, we've talked about this before, is that we know that our Lord Jesus Christ had no need to be baptized. We had need to be baptized. And so he entered into those waters, and by his holy person, his divinity entering into those waters, those waters were sanctified, consecrated, and set apart for the rest of time as the means by which people would be reunited to Christ. And today on the first Sunday of Lent, our Lord, after his baptism, is led into the wilderness to fast for 40 days. And then afterwards, to be tempted by Satan, temptations that would result in Christ's victory and his power overthrowing Satan and the demonic. But just like Jesus needed no baptism, my friends, our Lord always had power and authority over the demonic. He never lacked authority one moment of, of his eternal existence. He never lacked authority over Satan and the demonic. He did not need the 40 days of fasting. We did. And so he forged the way by his fasting, paving a way for us to walk in so that we could have some things accomplished in our life because of his divine life. So that we could share in his power and in his authority over our enemy as well as over our own weaknesses. And that path for us is the 40 day fast of Lent. And never let that number 40 escape you too lightly. The number 40, whether it's 40 years or 40 days, is mentioned a profound number of times that I can't even count in the Old Testament and the New. And the number 40 is always a number of completion. A number of completion. For example, in the Great Flood, how many nights and days did it rain? 40. What was completed? The purification of the earth. The purification of the earth. And the washing away of evil. Also prefiguring our baptism. And how about all those. How many years in the desert. Did Israel wander. When they committed idolatry. And didn't place their hope and faith in God. Forty years they wandered. In the desert to a completion. Till they were ready. To cross the Jordan River into paradise. Again another prefiguration. Of our baptism. And so we see in the 40 days of our Lord's fasting, we need to understand our Lord Jesus Christ is completing something for us. Something that within us can now become completed in Him. 
to make a way for us to share in who he is, in his likeness. So let's talk together about what it is our Lord's completing in us through the 40-day fast and what the results will be in our life if we'll walk the path he forged. And to do so, we're going to look at our Lord's fasting from food, the temptations, and then the results of what he did. But today we're going to focus mostly on just the first temptation that Satan comes to Christ with. So let's remember what you just heard in the gospel. Our Lord is led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to fast where he eat no food and drink nothing for 40 days. Thank God he doesn't call us to that fast. Right? <laughs> He's merciful. He calls us to a fast, but not that one. Note that the scriptures say Satan didn't come to him while he was fasting. After he was fasting, the scripture says, Satan comes to tempt him with three different temptations. And all the church fathers alike tell us that the three different temptations that Satan comes to Christ with, they're categories, each one of them, that we could put any temptation he will ever come to us with. We'll never face a temptation that Jesus Christ himself did not face and overcome for us. And one by one through these temptations, our Lord stands firm and he overthrows both Satan the tempter and the temptation that he was bringing. And with great finality, after all three he's been tempted with and overcome, we see the power and the authority of Jesus Christ as he dismisses Satan from his presence, saying, away with you, Satan. And Satan had no recourse but to obey the power and the authority of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now let's have a look at his first temptation. The first temptation is this. Our Lord, as we said, he'd eaten nothing for 40 days. So Satan strikes at what he perceives to be the weakest part of Jesus Christ at that moment. He strikes him with the temptation for food. Jesus, look how hungry you are. Turn these stones into bread. You're going to starve. Turn these stones into bread. I know that you can do it. And our Lord speaks immediately. Man does not live by bread alone. But by every word that comes from my Father. And I tell you in that moment, this is one of those many times in Scripture when Satan tries to deal with Jesus. Where the deceiver has been deceived. Because he perceived human weakness in Christ. But he was met with divine strength and power and authority. And he was the one that left undone. Like Jesus said, our only and greatest need is God. And every piece of wisdom and every revelation that flows from him, from his mouth to us, that is his revelation of his countenance and his order and his ways. And that is all that any human person created by God will ever, ever need. Why in Lent do we fast from food and abstain from types of food? One, because our Lord forged that path by fasting from food himself. But two, there's another reason. From the divine wisdom of God. Fasting. Old Testament and New Testament. As long as God has had a people. And even in the garden there was a fast called. And what was the centerpiece of the fast? Fast from what? Food. In the garden it was the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. 
That was the centerpiece. Food was the centerpiece of Satan's first deception that caused the fall of man in the first place. And of that tree, God said to Adam and Eve, listen, to this, this is what we're talking about when we say every word that comes from the mouth of God is all we need. God had created an order. And he said, here's the order. You will not eat from that tree because if you eat of that tree, you're going to die. You're going to die. Put these ideas, start letting this come together for yourselves. That revelation of God was the word that proceeds from his mouth that was good and perfect for their life and for their eternal creation. He created them to be eternal. But the deception of Satan, what was it? No, no. Not that order. There is another way. There is another way. Eat of it and you're not going to die. He knows you're not going to die. In fact, he's, been a, he's going, you will become, if you eat of that, you'll become what he created you to become. You will become like him. God had created them to become like him through an order, through a perfection. Can we not see that Satan's voice? Just find your own other order and path. Do you not see that's the core of every temptation that comes to you from Satan? There's not one temptation that is not founded in those words. Find another path outside the order of God. And every path he shows us leads to death. And there is no other result of that. With these things in our mind... Let's now have a look at what is really happening when we walk the 40-day path of fasting that our Lord forged for us. What is it that God is doing in us? And what is it that God is doing for us? And what will the results be if we will walk that path? Think about it. When we fast, our body, we're used to certain amounts of food and we're used to certain types of food. And when we start fasting, our bodies inside convulse in a way. We're not used to this. We're used to having more. We're used to craving that. And so our body starts to crave things that we normally hungered for, but we really don't need. And what are we called to do? Exactly what Jesus did in his fast when the temptations came. In obedience to God's leading and wisdom with the help of his grace, we bring that physical craving for what we normally have been desiring and have perceived that we need. We bring it into submission of the will of God who has called us to the fast. And we do not give in. Reminding ourselves, what do we need? All we need is God. And every word that proceeds from his mouth. And the word that proceeds from his mouth to heal my soul is I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to partake of what I've been asked to do. We deny what we crave. In the wisdom of Christ our God, fasting becomes the very gymnasium by which the strength of Jesus Christ himself, his power and authority begins to grow within us. And it grows within us the fruit of the Holy Spirit, self-control, that begins to grow and blossom as we are in the discipline of the fasting. Which is why as we bring our cravings for the food we're used to consuming to this, into submission to God, we have to do something else. I want you to hear this very clearly. If all we do is fast, 
and nothing else, we will not see the results Christ wants to work in us. There's, there's another parallel discipline that we have got to walk in in our fast as we fast these 40 days. As we fast from food, we are to take the bud of that growing self-control that's in our lives, growing to deny ourselves the food that we crave, and we are to use that Christ-empowered self-control every time Satan comes with us with those persistent and consistent temptations to which we constantly fall like weaklings. All of us, including the one who's speaking to you. I hope you're seeing what I'm saying. When we deny ourselves a craving of the body for food, the same motion, the same exercise, the same fundamentals, if you will, we use against Satan when he whispers into our heads, here's another path. We bring that into submission saying, I only need God and what comes from his order, his word. Father Rooney has been teaching us a good portion of the series. And one of the classes that he taught was the various stages of sin. And he drawn that from the wisdom of the church for 2,000 years, acknowledging what the very stages of sin from the very first part to the fact time of committing the sin happens. And remember what the first stage was called? First motion. First motion, he called it. And that is that first moment that Satan introduces him to his temptation into our thought life. And that, by the way, my friends, is when the temptation is at its absolute weakest point. For example, when he comes to Jesus and he says, turn these stones into bread. All that was was the first motion. There was the whisper pricking at the weakness. You see, that's all that was. And Christ brought his hunger under submission to his father. And that, my friends, was the end of it. We have got to do the same when Satan comes with his first motion of temptation right into the weaknesses particular to each one of us. Let Satan encounter the divinity of Christ rather than our weakness. Let him encounter Christ's power and authority in those moments. And just like we refuse to eat the food that we crave by the discipline of the fast, in the same way we dismiss the thought the temptation Satan comes with his first motion. In other words, Satan's first motion must be met with the first motion of the divinity of Christ within us. Not your strength. Not your strength. The very strength and power and authority of Christ within you, budding and waiting to bloom when the temptation comes. You see? <coughs> So that we say like him, Satan, no, I have no need of what you're whispering in my ear. My path to paradise is made very clear. And here I walk and here I stand in the name of Jesus Christ. What is it that our Lord paved for us through his 40 day fast? It's the very path that leads to the overcoming of the tempter who has had us so bound in chains far too long in our besetting sins. Think of your besetting sins. You want out of them? Walk the path. Walk the path. And watch what Jesus will do. Snapping chains in half on your behalf. With his power and authority. The very path Christ has given us by this way. This 40 days. 
the path to live in the joy of Christ's power, authority, and victory over not only our tempter, but the accuser of the brethren that really wants to stick it to us for what we've ever done. Are you not yet tired enough from your besetting sins, frustrated because you keep falling to the same thing over and over and over again? Well, Christ has given us the path, the way of escape. I want to read to you. From the, it's, there's a hymn in the pre-sanctified liturgy of the Eastern Rite that speaks to the truth Christ is trying to get across to us today. And then we're going to look at just a few brief things from our own Mass of today. From the hymn of pre-sanctified, listen to this truth. When fasting in the body, let us also fast in spirit. Let us loose the bonds of iniquity. Let us undo the chains of injustice. Let us break every yoke of the oppressor. From our Mass today, the collect prayer that focuses, collects our thoughts and our hearts together on this first Sunday of Lent. O Lord, who for our sake did fast forty days and forty nights, give us grace to use such abstinence that our flesh, being subdued to the Spirit, we may ever obey thy godly motions in righteousness and truth. Holiness. And finally, you'll hear chanted in just a bit the preface of today's map. It says this, O God, who by bodily fasting dost curb our sinfulness, uplift our hearts, and bestow both virtue and its rewards upon us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Do you want your identity changed from being known? As the one who is conquered to the one who conquers. From the one who is always defeated to the overcoming one. Christ wants to share his identity with you. That you become that very thing. If that's the case, then we need to walk this fast. Fasting from food. Bringing it unto submission to Christ. And when the whispers come... We bring those to submission to Christ as well. And Christ's power and authority will be manifest in your life. And watch how fast Satan has to flee from you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.